Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com.
Good job. 
you saying smaller volume?
Oh.
you need to say? Just a moment, you ain't fat at all. Thank the Lord. Brother with us to John, chapter number nine. I just gotta say, brother, before you get started, I wasn't gonna say nothing, but this is the first time this song been sung. My three kids got saved last year. I'm so glad you Until they called the parents. 
of him that had received his sight, they asked him, saying, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know this is our son, and that he was born blind. But by what means he now seeth, we know not. For who hath opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age, ask him, he shall speak for himself. These words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Therefore said his parents, he is of age, ask him. Verse 24, then again called they the man that was blind. Now this is a fourth time they're going to ask him. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise, we know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, he said, I know not. One thing I know that, whereas I was blind, now I see. Then said they to him again, What did he to thee? How opened he thine eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you did not hear. Wherefore would you hear it again? Will you also be his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, Thou art his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spake unto Moses, As to this fellow, we know not from whence he is. The man answered and said unto them, Why, herein is a marvelous thing that ye know not from whence he is. And yet he hath opened mine eyes. Now, we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, it was not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind. If this man were not of God, he could do that. They answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with me. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Bow with us. Lord, thank you for your word. We pray that you use this now to touch our hearts. Thank you for the power that's in it, not in us. How I pray the Holy Spirit will introduce it, Lord, to each and every soul that's here, moving in us in only a way that you can. To awaken in us, Father, our own consciences that we might be honest before you. And we thank you, Father, for the testimony of this man. And I pray that each and every one that's present here today has one as well. We ask it believing as we pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen.
but that God might receive the glory. I want to say to you today that if you're carrying some form of affliction that you don't understand, and I meet people, I sat with one yesterday, that uh, simply his heart was to understand why it was that he was going through such a thing, and why they couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. And as I thought about that, I thought about the Lord, who said, sometimes what happens to you and I is simply for the glory of God. Let me tell you something. If that man called Jesus, 
I tell you right now, he's more than a prophet. But this old boy just hadn't been. I tell you, I didn't know what I got when I got saved. Yeah, that gift been opening up for the last 40 something years. Hey man, it just gets new every day. There's something else that I learned about this man named Jesus. They said, who do you reckon this man was? He said, I'll tell you this, he's a prophet. Uh, he need more than you rascals are. Uh, this is a man that has come from God. This is a man that when he speaks, things happen. Yeah. Well, they were tore up at this point. But all they worried about is because he did it on the Sabbath day. I tell you, the world's caught up with all the methods and the means. Yeah. What, what it takes to be saved, let me be clear today. Amen. The world can have religion. The world can have methods. The world can have programs. I'll tell you what it takes to be born again, and that's the Holy Ghost of God visiting you in your lost condition. And when you see yourself off and you're at that point willing to obey the command of the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be saved too. Amen. This old boy got healed. Yeah. He got healed. He knew he got healed. They said, I, we don't know what to do with this college parents in here. We'll get, we'll get down to the bottom of this. His parents, we know who they are. They won't tell us no lie. They drug his parents in there and say, hey, is this your son? And was he born blind? And how did he get his eyes open? And well, they said, well, yeah, it's our son. And yeah, he was born blind. We, we can verify that. That's true. But now as far as how he got his eyes open, we don't know. We don't have no idea how that happened. Or do we know the man that did it? As a matter of fact, he's of age. Ask him. Amen. The Bible said that they were afraid of him. Let me tell you something. If you're afraid of the man of God, amen, it's the wrong man. What we ought to be afraid of is the Lord Jesus Christ who has power to destroy both body and soul and cast them into hell. I tell you, there's one. The church of Jesus Christ ought to be one that has a testimony of salvation to the lost in my world. You say, but you don't know how far I've been. You don't know what I've done. Let me tell you something. Blind is blind. You can't get the more blind than blind is. And if you tell her blind, and now you can see. Then that means you met this man named Jesus. Nobody else can cause the blind to see. Nobody else can make one see. They say, yeah, he's our son. Yeah, he is born blind. As far as how he got his eyes open or who did it, we have no idea. You'll have to ask you. And so they did. They asked him again. They said, who was it? And how did he do it? He said, hey, he said, I've already told you twice. He said, would you have me tell it again? He said, if I tell you this time, will you believe me? Listen to me. If you really want to know how I got saved and who did it, I'll tell you again. There was a man named Jesus come to me one day. Amen. I was lost and undone. I was headed for a devil's hell. You say, you're kidding me. You're nine year old. And you said, yep, I was headed for hell. In that instant, when the Holy Ghost of God spoke to me, I was realizing divinely from that I without God was going to end up in that awful place. Now, let me be clear. It wasn't made for you. But if you reject the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll die. Yes, and that's through the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Yes, and the finished work of Calvary's cross. He 
He said this man named Jesus, he came to me. Yeah, he made clay, put it on my eyes, and he said, I washed and came back seated. He's a prophet. I believe that's who. And they said, I'll tell you right now, this man ain't no prophet. He's a sinner. Now, I don't know about you, but in the first couple hours of my salvation experience, I didn't have to defend what happened. Right? As a matter of fact, I had the privilege of getting saved in a good old Baptist church. And brother, when I got saved, there's a people are slapping me on the back and are thanking God. Amen. My name got written in heaven according to the word of God. The angels had gathered around and they were all rejoicing. We're glad you saved. We're glad you saved. I want you to know the world may not know what happened, but all of heaven took notice that day when I got born again. You say, said, yeah, I was born blind. Yeah, he made me to see. They said, oh, he, he, he's, he's a sinner. Well, at this point, the man didn't know more about Christ than to speak this word. He said, well, whether he's a sinner or no, he said, I don't know. Right? He said, matter of fact, I didn't even met the fellow but one time. And I was blind with a man. I just an hour or two ago when I met him. Yeah. And the only thing I know about him was he put some, some clay on my eyes and told me to go wash. And when I did, he said I could see. Yeah. And they said, well, he's a sinner because he did this on the Sabbath day. He's a sinner. He can't be from God. And the old boy said to him, now I'll tell you right now, you're talking about growing up quick in the Lord. Yeah. This old boy had to grow up a little bit. Amen. He had to face this. He had to face the enemy. Amen. Before he what he said, don't you? He said, hey, whether he's a sinner or not, he said, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot I didn't know about Jesus when I got saved. Yeah. I've learned a thing or two since then. Yeah. Amen. I've been on this road for a while now, and this old book's full of him. And the more I study it, the more I study him. The more I learn about him. And I like learning about him, don't you? Amen. I like knowing a little bit about this man, Jesus, who made me to see and yet what we find is he said to them, he said, hey, whether he's a sinner or not, he said, I don't know. He said, but let me set this straight. I do know something. I do know something. And I'll tell you right now, the devil may try to tongue-tie you in. He may try to confuse you in. He may try to bewilder you and convince you that you ain't ever been saved. That's the devil's work, the old accuser will kind, and he'll bring up your past, and he'll do everything he can to convince you that everything that happened was just a ruse. I'll tell you right now, if I didn't know any more about the Word of God, if I had never heard anything else, if, if He had taken me just like He did the thief on the cross, I'll stand before the pearly gates, I'll stand before Him with one thing that I know, that I was once lost, but now I'm here. I was blind, but now I see. You say, preacher, how important is a testimony? 
testimony. Well, if you ain't got one, you ain't going. If you ain't ever been to Calvary and come under the blood of Jesus Christ, if your sins ain't been purged and forever remitted, brother, if you ain't going to this place that's been promised to those who believe in Jesus Christ. I'm glad today that I've got a testimony. And I'll tell you right now, how the lying, stinking thing of this world has been to me at any time. Testimony will fail you through this life. It'll let you down. 
Because if the point of origin of your testimony, number one, it includes a man called Jesus. And it didn't include you being blind, but now able to see, right? There had to be a miracle occurred. I'm not talking about you get religion. Amen. They a lot of people in hell with religion. Amen. They never got born again. Amen. I didn't get religion that night when he came to me. He came to save me. That's what he did. Amen. He lifted me up out of that horrible pit and out of that miry clay and he set my feet on there was something miraculous that took place in my heart. And apart from that, you don't, you're, you've never been born again. Being saved today is not turning over a new leaf. It's not making a New Year's resolution. It's not coming out with a new heart's commitment. Listen, if you ever get born again, it's dying to oneself and being raised in the newness of Christ Himself. You get born again and the old things will pass away and behold all Amen. You say, preacher, I don't know that such a transformation occurred in me. You best check your testimony. Because if your testimony does not include this man called Jesus and a transforming moment that was of a spiritual nature, you may have been given a counterfeit. They're out there. They're out there. Somebody in the crowd today, lift up your hand and say, I was one of them, preacher. I was one of them that thought I was going to heaven for years. Amen. <laughs> I was one of them thought I was going to heaven, but I didn't know him. I thought because of something that had happened in my life. But you know what the accuser does? The devil slips him counterfeits in. And he says, yeah, that's salvation. Yeah, that's salvation. Yeah, that's being born again. But then you see it week after week and day after day under a gospel preaching. And the Holy Ghost of God goes to dealing with your heart. And one of them days, your heart and your conscience opens up. And you suddenly see the truth that you're lost and you've always been lost. And you see your condition as without God and in desperate need of a Savior. That's when you can get saved, friend. That's when you'll get a testimony that will carry you through to the glory. Amen. A testimony. I got a testimony today. Say, preacher, I got a truckload of gold. Buy anything you want. I'll trade you a testimony. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, you can't sell it. I say then, it's not for sale. Now, number two, the man that purchased my salvation paid way more than a truck of gold for it. So you have not yet understood the value of what it is I have. And number three, I was blind, but now I see. No, thank you. I'm just going to see him, I believe. I'm going to stick to what he gave me. It's good enough to get me through. I wonder today, do you have a testimony? He said, whether he's a sinner or not, he said, I don't know. He said, but I know this. He said, I was once blind, but now I see. They said, this man can't be God. You're talking about a man growing up. That's what fascinated me about this man's, this man's story in John chapter 9. It was within the first few hours of his life, 
he had to recount exactly what happened to him three or four times. Then he had to declare that Jesus Christ was divine of nature. And here, next, he's fixing to preach them a word. You say, oh, come out there. I hope you ain't saying that as a born again believer, I'll have to preach it to somebody. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to tell your story. And you know what? They ain't going to understand it, so you're going to have to go into more detail. I sure I signed up for that one. Yeah, you did. When you sold out to Christ, you became an ambassador for Christ. And according to the Apostle Paul, our responsibility is to let the whole world know, be reconciled to God. For He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. Yeah, we've been called. We've been called to tell this good news. Let me read it to you. The old blind man, he looked at him. And I've seen that. He's starting to get a little boldness. Amen. He knows he got something they ain't got. He knows something they don't know. They got the fancy duds on. And he was a beggar an hour ago. But guess who got the upper hand? He done figured out they don't know what's going on. They obviously, he thinks, ain't never met this man. And he says, why, herein is a marvelous thing. That you say that this man that is a sinner is not of God, yet he has opened my eyes. <coughs> why, he said, I've never heard of that. He said, of all our days, he said, do we not, have we ever heard of a man that was born blind made to see you know they didn't answer that question? They couldn't answer that question. He said, it's never been heard of what happened to me. What happened to me, he said, only this man named Jesus could do. He said, no man that is a sinner can be heard of God. He said, but those that do the will of God. Those that are of God, he said, those God heareth. So you figure out if he's a sinner or not. The Bible said they got some man with him that they cast him out. And what that meant was is they cast him out of the church, the synagogue. They cast him out. They'd already agreed if anybody confessed the name of Jesus Christ, they would be excommunicated, cast out of the fellowship of the Jewish synagogue. The Bible said they did that to that young man right there. He never recounted his testimony, though. <laughs> it didn't seem to bother him a whole lot. Hey, man, I think he's still tickled about being able to see. <laughs> Pardon me if I, I ain't too enamored about signing up with your cult or your clique. I'm not interested. I'm still blown away about being able to see. <laughs> The Bible said Jesus heard that he got cast out. Here he comes. <laughs> you see, because up to this point, the man's testimony only included healing. Physically. We, we, we assumed, by what I just preached, that somehow or another this man had saving faith that made him a disciple of Christ. No, at this point, he going off one thing. I was blind, but now I see. 
Jesus heard that they had cast him out of the church, he'd come back. And he found him. And he asked him the question himself. He said, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? Now, the one thing I'm pretty sure that the man was appealed to was listening. Right? If you know a blind person, they do other things. They may not be able to see, but they can hear a little bit. And I believe he had listened. He had heard. When he heard his voice that time, Jesus said, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? Now he's looking at him. But he wasn't sure. He just knew his voice. You know what he said? I love this. He said, Who is he, Lord? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> that I might believe in him. Just in case it ain't you. But I done figured out you are Lord. Amen. Yeah. How do you know? I go back to the point of origin because he is once blind and he can see. And you know that's the man that did it. That's the man that did it. See, he still didn't understand the essence of salvation or who had done this great thing for him. And so his his answer was perfect. It was perfect. He said, just stop believe on the Son of God. He said, who is he, Lord, that I might believe him? And the Lord said to him, He said, It's the one you see. Yeah. And it's the one that you talk with now. Right? Yeah. I can hear it in my mind. He said, I thought so. Yeah. I thought that's what it was. I'm pretty sure. Just be sure, Lord. I had to ask. He said, Yes, me. He said, then I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. And he didn't go crawling back to no synagogue. No. The Bible said he went on following Jesus. Yeah. You say, how come? Because he now had a testimony of God that not only included a physical miracle, but included a spiritual miracle. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Jesus said unto the man, he said, your faith has made you whole. You might have been able to see, that's still a hope. If you ever get born again, hope is what you look at. Aren't you glad you got a testimony? Do you have one today? I'm so glad that I've got a testimony. Now, I remember several times in my life that I had to to go back to that place where it all began. Amen. He's a good liar. I'll give the enemy that. He's a good liar. And he can confuse you and he can he can disturb one soul until you convince yourself, you know what I'm saying? But in all those circumstances, when I got done messing around with his lies, I had to go back to the point of origin and I had to ask myself the question, what happened that day? Want to know? Right? This is mine. It's not yours. What I know is that that day he bought me. Yeah. And I have forever been healed. Since Lord. And this testimony will carry me not only through the next day, or the week, or however long the Lord should tarry, 
And it'll carry me all the way through. Yeah. Amen. Say, are you convinced? Yep. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. How could it? Because it started with a man named Jesus. Yeah. Brother, what he did for me, nobody else can do. Right. Though the world may that, though the world may disown me, though the world may cast me away, doesn't make any difference. At the bottom of my testimony is a man named Jesus yeah, Christ man. Yeah. who did something for me that nobody else could do. Yeah. You know him today? I'm going to say an old song. Let me know it. Oh, glad to see you. You've got a need to talk this evening. Why don't you come? Lay your burdens before him. Let him help you.
Oh, 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 
Every heart. 
For God so loved the world, and He sent His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on Him, not perish, but have everlasting life. It's about believing. Someone else? Thankfully, August the 31st, 
tell you just a little bit about it. Um, I was saved when I was 14 in the Methodist church. And then when I was 23, I started going to church with my now husband. And he went to a foot washing Baptist church. And was like, hey, <laughs> the Lord got a hold of me during the Bible that week. And I realized there was something I'd been missing. It was called the Spirit. <laughs> he covered me up that week. And I was baptized again in the Baptist church. So the first part of the song is about the night I was saved when I was a teenager. The second part is about going down in the water of a creek. So y'all just pray. I'll try to sing it for you. I was sitting in the back of the church on a warm August night. The preacher was telling about how Jesus had changed his life. I had heard about Jesus before. Something was new. I heard a still small
how skinny, how fat, what color your skin is, where you come from, doesn't matter, none of that. All that matters is a broken heart and a contrast. And I, I tell you what, there's been, there's been some times in my life, I, I've done some things I'm not proud of, I've had struggles. The devil's, the devil's bring me, and I, to be honest, I've made some really bad mistakes. But one thing that I've always been able to go back to is that stone. That's right. That memory stone. Amen. I can't go past that. I'm saved. Amen. I'm so thankful for a God that's been so good to me. Yeah. He's blessed my heart. Amen. And I pray, I hope and pray. If nothing else, if you're lost and you're under the, if, if you're here and you yeah. need him, right. don't matter if you care about there in the parking lot, it don't matter. If he's if he's calling you, you can be saved. It's so mad the location. As long as God's calling, that's what matters. I, I, I can't I can't hardly touch now. I'm so thankful because I'm saved. I don't have to go to hell. What a wonderful savior they are. If, if you were 13 years ago, if I was to see myself now, it would have terrified me to think about me in front of a bunch of people. But I don't see y'all right now. No offense. I love you. I see I see my safety though. I'm so thankful for my touch, but I, I, I'm so thankful. Amen. Amen. Someone else. It's good to be saved. Amen. I thought I was saved for about 20 years, but probably I was living a life of sin, drugs, alcohol, and you name it. And uh, Lord started dealing with me. And uh, I wanted to so bad I couldn't stand it. And Satan could tell me, no, he didn't want you. He didn't want you. I went to the mountain one night and I took my pistol with me and I said, Lord, if you don't want me, I don't want me. And the next Sunday morning, I come into church. He spoke to me and I came over to that cross and he met me right there. He was on that cross. And that blood ripped out of my back. I said, He had me Save me a Save me tell you everything. To keep you from getting saved. But I'm so glad that Jesus will put up with you. I think Jesus